Good morning, Tyreed Aleph. Ice Gimel is where we're starting. Uh, just one quick, I guess, housekeeping point you could say. Last week I accidentally uploaded the last year from Tyreed instead of the first year from Tyreed Aleph. Uh, so if anybody was listening to the recording, because I saw that there were a bunch of downloads, and realized that it was wrong, so I did end up switching it, but you could just totally shoot me an email, mrubin, M-R-U-B-I-N, sorry, mrubin214 at gmail.com. So mrubin214 at gmail.com. Just let me know. I would have been happy to switch it. Uh, The second thing today might be actually a little bit shorter, so at the end I might just share a quick vart. We did not learn last week because I was away, but I heard heard of Nissen Kaplan speak, actually, and he was fabulous. Uh, Said something that I thought was worth uh, thinking about, but I'll say it at the end, I guess. Okay, so just catching us up a little bit, if we forgot where we were holding in Tyru Yud Aleph, the Tyru started off, uh, started off with the point that there is a Yehuda Ilah and Yehuda Tata. We unpacked that a little bit at the beginning of the last year, and we aligned it. We said, and and that every single person, and through this, we can come to this very deep understanding, this attachment to Tyra. We stepped a little bit away from that uh, and tried to say, well, there's a big gap. If we are at kind of the bottom, the, the first, you know, rung one, or hopefully not any worse than that, however you want to present it, and we're trying to get to the heights of Tfunas Hatarila Amka, how do we get there? How do we start bridging that gap? We are separated. And we spoke out the idea of articulating words of Tyra, uh, that by speaking out words of Tyra, this, these will show us the area is that we have to do tshuva so that we can elevate ourselves uh, through multiple levels of tshuva uh, and be able to kind of start going towards that road. Where did he say over here? We saw in one of the earlier Torahs the idea of different multiple levels of tshuva, doing tshuva, tshuva ala tshuva. But over here he said that as a person speaks words of Torah and attains different, uh, almost a clarity, we'll speak out uh, more today and going to explore more what a person is accomplishing, but he does tshuva and uh, then you're holding at one level and then you, you from, from, that, from that platform Form, uh, a person continues to go down this road and does a further level of tshuva, first of all, things that maybe he hasn't reached yet originally, or maybe even like we spoke out earlier, he has a new understanding of different uh, pagam and different uh, different issues that he made of consequences in the Bria that he may have impacted uh, when he originally and this will allow a person to ultimately achieve his uh, to ultimately achieve his goal. Now, one of the tnai for the words of the, these words of Torah that he speaks out to be meir to be able to show him to lead him to do that tshuva is anava. Because if a person we spoke out the idea of kveid Hashem, it's it's a uh, it, it's it's an absolute, right? So if if we relate to a kaddish baruch Hu as the ein soifias and infinite and the truth is that any privilege that we have, somebody told me, uh, oh, you know what, I think I heard from Ruven Feinstein, actually, 
uh, he said one interesting thing. This is my understanding, so you can quote me, I guess, and not him. My understanding of, of, of what he said, the way I remember it, is it's very interesting that people tend to have gaiva in things that are God-given, and they tend to brush off things that really are their responsibility. So people might have gaiva that they have a good voice and that they're tall and that they're handsome and intelligent, and these things are things that a Kaddish Baruch who gave them, and yet when it comes to something like laziness or not trying their hardest, they have every excuse in the world without feeling without feeling embarrassed about it. So it's a different way of, of looking at things. If a Kaddish Baruch who gave me a privilege, so it comes along with a responsibility. I have a certain uh, a certain advantage that's there to be used. It's a tool that a Kaddish Baruch who put into my pool, toolbox. If anything, I'll have an accountability for not using it. Why is it there to see gaiva at all? To the extent that I have any gaiva, so then that, that becomes infinity minus one. That's a, that's already like a, a big uh, a big gap. So if I, to the extent that I relate to something of yadi. Once something is is mine that I have bilis on it, the 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 only thing I can really have bilis over in a certain sense, I guess you could say, is is bechira that I choose to understand that everything I have is relates to a kaddish baruch But once I put something into the realm into, of of me, so then I'm taking something away from a kaddish baruch So that's already fundamentally, it's qualitatively different than relating to total bittel of everything as being kvayd Hashem. And therefore, we said that in order for the words of Tyre to be mayor, a person has to relate to Kvayt Hashem in its fullness, so to speak, that's full his batlas, and that comes from Anava. Otherwise, instead of when I am learning words of Tyra and I am attaching myself to Tyra, I'm not attaching myself to the infinite. I'm not attaching myself to where do I find myself? Where's my understanding related to Tyra? I saw Tyra, I saw a Gemara. How do I understand Chazal? All of a sudden I, I learn Chazal. I try to paint. You see people, uh, unfortunately, um, they'll take a, an Agarita and they'll start understanding it through the term of being in 2022, you know, how, how do we relate to this idea of what the Tanoim and Amoraim said? Are we finding ourselves inside of Torah? Are we taking Tyra and we're plugging it into us? And this is almost chas to say that you're being megashem Tyra. You're not, you're not relating yourself to Tyra. You're relating Tyra to yourself, and that's almost like putting something to limitations on it in a certain way. I guess we could relate to it. So if a person does not have this kvayt Hashem, a person does not have anavas, doesn't have his batlas, and he comes at it from his own headspace, and then he learns Tyra. So in a sense he's he's being megashim Gashmias, let's lesson of Gashmias is being Megashem, uh, is being Megashem the Taira, and this idea of, of Gaiva and not having Anava. So, really, Gaiva is a little bit, of, it smacks of Avodazara, it smacks of there being another independent another independent thing other than a Kaddish Baruch who has a word, which is myself. And because Avodazara, uh, we related to it in the Taira, is, has to be burnt. It's Asr Bahana, Kituse Mechta something that is slated to be burnt. It's as if it's already burnt. So, if we are putting ourselves in a position, something that relates to Avodazar, it's as if it's already there, and therefore our words will not have impact. And now today, we're going to start off connecting the idea of Anivos, uh, of, of Anava to Tikkun Abris, um, and and how that works, and again, so that we can embark in our path towards Avavoda of being able to use words of articul- of relating to the Tyra and using words of Tyra to ultimately uh, be mayor, to light up, to illuminate where we have to do tshuva, to go forward on our journey, to get closer to Hakadosh Baruch Hu, so that we can move towards our path of of being uh, of attaining Tfunas Atarli Aimka, and ultimately uh, and being Miyached the Yehud and the Yehud Tata uh, concepts that are not the easiest. But this is this is Tyro. We take it as it comes, and little by little, as we familiarize ourselves with the with the concepts, and we start seeing things come up over and over again, it really starts to paint a a, a beautiful picture.
Okay, so starting off, the ice Gimel, how are we going to be Zoycha to, to come to this level of his batlis, of, of Anova, so that there's only Kvayt Hashem and our Diburim can illuminate? The uh, it says, So, in order to be Zoycha, to relating to Kavad Bishlemus, to be the total his batlis, Klapeha Kadosh Baruchu, Enoi Kiim Al Yidei Vav, Shiyam Shech Lesoycha, the word Kavod has. Kaf Bez Vav Dalid. The word Kavod has a Vav, and we're going to relate this Vav to uh, to really Tesefes Kedusha. Wherever the Torah says Vav, we already had two Torahs that start off Ve'ela Hamishpatim. In the Pesukim, it's it's adding on Vav is and, so you start off with something, and then you relate to something else, and they're connected by a Tesefes by an addition. That's what and means. So we're going to say that the word Vav is representative of Tesefes. But for now, we're going to say that this vav that we that we is we ultimately insert into kaf beis dalid, so it goes, that's called kavod, and the vav is what turns it into kavod. If you take the vav out of it, so then you're left with kav with kvad kaf beis dalid, which is like a heaviness. But that's if we remember that when Moshe Rabbeinu went, to, he didn't want to be makabel the shlichus right away to take the Jews out of Mitzrayim, and it says that uh, that he he had a kvad peh, he had like a speech impediment. The Zoyar brings, I'm reading from a note over here, raza iu Moshe kala. That what what is the side that Moshe had a call the dibor diihu mila delay hava begalusa and his dibor his the words the ability to articulate was as it were in gullus he couldn't relate to it vahava ihu atim lafarshin milan and he was not able he was atim he was sealed up prevented from being able to articulate the words now as we uh, understand in Moshe Rabbeinu was the epitome of humility of anava so but the thing is is that Moshe Rabbeinu was his role was to be the leader of the Jewish people. Uh, we already saw a discussion between Yochne and Mamri uh, last, last year. So to the extent that the Jewish people were not holding by that level of Tfunas HaTar La'omka and they couldn't relate to the Diburim, so this, uh, this, this connects to Moshe Rabbeinu as well at that stage. That is as if the Diburim were in Gullus. So back uh, back where we are. So this Vav, that, that's what we're talking about, that the Vav, that the Anav, in order to relate to words, this is going to be through the Vav, which we're going to relate to Shemir Sabris, and that's what ends up uh, putting, if you insert it into Kaveh, the Kvad Peh, you insert that Vav into, into Kav Beis Dalad, it becomes Kavayt, and that's where we can relate to the Diburim. Okay, with that introduction. So, uh, now that we did like 10 words, we put the Vav into Kavayt, without the Vav, so then the Diburim are going to be in Gullus, because you can only have the effective Diburim to lead towards Tshuva when you relate to Kavayt Hashem. Uh, the al yedei vav who bechinas kvayd. Sorry again. The al yedei vav who bechinas kavayd. Velo yidom. The pasuk in Tehillim says lemani zamerecha kavayd. You sing again. Articulate the true true diburim are relate to kavod. Velo yidom, and it won't be uh, an element. It won't be a bechina of defective speech. Uh, it won't be a, a, a bechina of yidom. 
of like of silence. Now, what is this vav? So, if this vav is the key to kvayt Hashem, this vav is the key to being able to ultimately have these diburim so that we can work on shuva and shuva al shuva to get close to Hakadosh Baruch Hu and and tfunas tfunas tarila amka the depth. Kikal makom shenemar vav. What is a vav? Who meisif? That comes to add on. It's a bechina of toisefes and a bechina. We're talking about psukim. Psukim are getting close to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. They're in a realm of kedusha. Hainu bechinas toisefes kedusha. Now that once we're talking about toisefes kedusha, we're talking about shmi hainu shmiras habris, where a person will consistently raise the bar. The Menachel says that this remez is, is a remez that when, especially when it comes to kedusha, it comes to shmiras habris in the uh, in the in the realm of arayas, a personally a person has to constantly be raising the bar. A person has to constantly be getting closer and closer and, and to to, uh, to to the idea of kedusha. And making gedarim al shmir sabris kamaimar chachmein zehorn levracha kol makom shatamotzi geder erva atamotzi kedusha wherever we find that a person sets boundaries when it comes to the idea of erva when it comes to uh, to, to to different areas of uh, inappropriateness and sexual realm so that's where a person moves towards kedusha. And this this lashon of kedusha specifically relates to this realm. Now, exp- so explaining where we're holding again, it's a little bit of a hard Torah, so maybe we're moving a little bit slower. But just the, in terms of the amount of uh, the amount of the, that I break it up, I think that uh, we will not be have to accomplish as much material this week. So we have a little bit extra time to speak it out. That the bira dvarim that we're talking is that this ois vav is again taisef is is an idea of taisefes, and since it's talking about psuke taira, this is the way the notes. In the in the print that I have, explain it. In other words, because okay, so vav is tosefes. Where does the tosefes? Where do we make that leap into into tosefes in terms of kedusha? Maybe it's more wealth. Maybe it's more anything. So since the vav, uh, the Gemara talks about the vav as being tosefes in the realm of psukim, so it relates to kedusha. And then working our way backwards, kedusha is used in the realm of shmir sabris. So kedusha is the flip side, the other side of the coin. The zelu omezef from shmir sabris. So bris. So vav and tosefes of psukim is. Now, where we relate to Tzavis Kedusha Legabe, the person, uh, how we incorporate Kedusha is this idea of Shemir Sabris. And once we have that vav, we we use that vav, which transforms kvad peh into kavod Hashem. That's where we have a defective speech is able to produce uh, productive speech. Uh, we are able to articulate true meaningful words that is able to show us where we need to do tshuva. Now, the reason that shmir sabris brings kavod of kedusha, which is anava, we said, because kvod Hashem is where there's zero independence, zero keichav yaitzim yadi. It's where I have zero to the extent that a Kaddish Baruch Hu is everything, that's where a person could say, right, Ana Hashem Hashi Ana. There's just a side point I heard from Rav Yitzchak Berkowitz once, what's the holiday of Simcha? Simcha's Beis Hashem Eva. It is Sukkis. But on the other hand, if you look through Hashanah, so it seems to be pleas of desperation. How is it that we have, you would think that Simcha is where I have a lot, right? And, and yet you look at the day that's representative of Simcha, it seems to be that the tefillahs are built around cries of desperation and the, the way that I remember him explaining it was the opposite, where I'm responsible for something, so I can never be in complete security. I could be 99% good. If you look at Shara Bitachin, it talks about you know the seven 
hakdamas, really, the, 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 there's, there's five hakdamas and one of them is seven tenayim, but that a person would need in order to have bitachin in anything, and some of them are that a person has, uh, you know, that nothing else can get in the way, complete knowledge, complete strength, because none of us are in that position, nobody can ever have complete security and bitachin in a person. So where is it that a person reaches full simcha, full security, full uh, full menuchas hanefesh, where you're completely where you have zero, you factor yourself out almost completely. It's totally on a Hashem and a total is botless. So now that you have bitachin and a Kaddish Baruch Hu and Hashem is going to be there for you, that's where you can reach full security. So full anava, full his botless, that's where you get to Kvayt Hashem. And we're saying that Kvayt Hashem, because of the extra Vav, you get to through Shmir Sabrisk. He's at Toloi Geos Vinyof. We're connecting the idea of Gaiva and the idea of Niof, of sexual impropriety. Kamosha Amru Chachmein Zachron of the Vracha Allah Pasuk, there's a Pasuk in Mishlei, the Gemara in Saita says, the Ashes Ish, over here we're talking about an illicit and immodest woman, Nefesh Yikara, Tatsud is able to trap the haughty Nefesh. Yikari, Yikara is like the Lashon of Kavad, says that the illicit woman who is who is going to be prime victim in this area, a person who is haughty will be able to be trapped, those people are going to be the most susceptible, the Gemara tells us from a Pasuk in Mishlei, to, uh, to the Isurim in this area. And it works also the other way. A person who is not Shemer Bris, he's also the person that can end up going towards Gaiva. Uh, the Rabbi Nussan tells us in Likute Halachas, this idea, he goes off also, just read the passage or part of the passage from Likute Halachas. He says, So this is a, a relationship. It's a two-way relationship. Shmiris, uh, that a person who doesn't have Anava, a person who's a Gaiva, becomes, uh, becomes susceptible to uh, to pagam habris issues, and on the other hand, he fleshes out over there that a person who isn't on will be zayicha to uh, to have extra siyata uh, deshmaya in the shmiras habris issues. And again, through uh, through this uh, carefulness, through through being careful in Shemir Sabris issues, in the Panemius, you add the Vav to Kavod. Once you have Kavod Hashem, you can have words that'll be Meir, so where, where you have to do Tshuva. So again, uh, tying it back together, what we're trying to do is figure out how we connect to Tvunas Hatar La'imka. Now, Valkane, Bris, Mechuna B'Shem Shakai, we're going to see that the name Shakai, so it, we uh, it's like a negative relationship with the name Shakai, that there's a Pagam over there, we're going to connect it through both ideas of Pagam Habris and also through Gaiva. So therefore, because we see that these two things go together, Shmiris Habris and Gaiva, Al-Kain Bris Mechona B'Shem Shakai K'moyshe Kasev Ani Kel Shakai Pasuk and Bereshis Lamed Hey Aleph Prey Urevei. The name Shakai is associated with going forward in Pru of uh, of Kedusha in that realm in a mitzvah sense that when HaKadosh Baruch commanded Yaakov Avinu to have children, that this is a Bechina of Tikna Bris, he used the name Shakai. Now, Ki, Shakai, who Bechinas, Shiesh Dai Belakusi Lechol Beria. Shakai, we're going to speak in a different sense as well soon, but Shakai is a Bechina of Yesh Dai. That's it's like a contraction. Shayesh Dai Belakusi Lechol Beria, that there's enough, there's enough in the world. You don't need to go out to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. What's the name Hamakom? I heard from from, I might have seen maybe in the Rav Selavechik Haggadah one time, I think. I'm not sure that, that that's why by Avelis and other places where Dafka, the name Hamakom is used, that, you know, people 
tend to think the the Chazanish already says in in Amunah Bitachin he says that there's a toss Noishenes I think his lashon is there's an old toss that people sometimes think that if I have Bitachin what I want to happen will happen just have Bitachin then it leads to problems then a person wants something to happen that they think might be good for them it doesn't happen they had Bitachin they're davening and now it's up a guy he says no that Hamakom with the capital Hey the Yuna Hakadosh Baruch Hu is the context in which everything exists Hakadosh Baruch Hu is is the universe there is nothing outside HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and therefore there's there's nothing when I have B'Tachon what that means that there's there's a divine plan that nothing is accidental everything is everything is exactly the way we, we saw before uh, no not over here but there's Gemara I think in Tainus Lulinus and Papinus were, 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 were Papias I forget exactly that were, were going to be killed by the Roman Emperor and their response was if HaKadosh Baruch Hu wants us to die so if you don't kill us it'll happen some other way but it's, it's a question of what our part in the play is where is where do we find ourselves in the divine plan there's nothing outside of that. And also, like the Chovas Halavava says, so we have Bitach, and that everything that, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu does for us is is Taiv and Nachain, not necessarily the way that we see it. We think that if I win the lottery, that's good. Maybe that would be the worst thing in the world for me. If I got into a certain yeshiva, went to a certain summer camp, my kids did something, that's going to be good. Maybe that would be the end. It would be distraction. It wouldn't lead me to certain relationships where I need. It's a long, sometimes you're in the middle of a, of a long thing playing out, and then in hindsight, you see where everything was the best. So when we say, Sheyesh Daibel, Akusi, Lekolber, Everything that's that's the opposite of Gaiva. That's another. There's enough Hakadosh Baruch Hu is so to speak. Yesh Dai. It's enough for everybody. That oh, it's the Hakara that there's nothing outside of Hamakom. Gaiva, therefore, is it that that no? It's it, that, that's why every really Ben Adam Lachavero is really Ben Adam Lamakom also. What's what's Ben Adam Lachavero? So I am jealous of you. I steal from you. So what does it mean if I have a small hammer and you have a big hammer? And I understand. Well, maybe I'm a jeweler and you're a carpenter. What I have might be smaller, but that's the perfect one for me. If I had the carpenter's hammer, I would mess up the jewels, or vice versa, whatever the case is. So when I've been I, I, I step on your toes. What that really is a questioning is that whatever Kaddish Baruch Hu gave me, he put me in the situation that I need. What am I looking at you? What am I trying to step on your toes? What am I angry at you? You're just a stick in the hand of Kaddish Baruch Hu as far as I'm concerned. So total his batless is, is the way that I look at it. I can't if, if I have total his batless to fight Hashem, I can't have any gaiva. Nothing is coming to me. So we, we say that Shakai relates to Tisephus Kedusha, Nikel Shakai prayer of and Shakai also relates to Anava, to no gaiva. She is Daibelakusi Lchalberia. in different ways. And we're not shamer the bris and uh, we do this through gaiva. Well, we, we just saw already that, that first of all, both of these things relate negatively. They're pi game and the shame shakai. And we also saw, and Likute Allah spoke at, that Shmir Sabris and Gaiva go together as well. Uh, so when a person is not Shemir Bris, who Isil Atma Avedas Alilim, what he's essentially is making himself Avodah Zara esque, who Marashain Dailo Belakuso, that it's not enough what a Kurdish Baruch Hu rules the world. We want, as it were, to relate outside Chas Vishalom to say, outside Hamakom. There's something that belongs to me, Achitzarach Avedas Alilim. Until we need to be looking at avodas alilim in uh, other other places, uh, as it were, va'alkein poygem b'shakai sheish daiba lekusa lechalberia, and it's being poygem in this name shakai and this idea that no, there's a kaddish baruch who is is uh, not just efficient because you could say well for kaddish baruch it's not just a kaddish baruch who's efficient that there is nothing else it's just from our perspective it's as if I'm saying yes the base medrash is good for me in the morning but then lemaisa if I'm going to be successful in business I have to go, I have to blur the lines of halacha I have to go outside the lines of 
of halacha, but there is no such thing as outside the lines of halacha. The way that we relate to it, it's not that it's not that the Torah is an instruction manual, and I sometimes need to blur the lines and go outside the instructions. The Torah is a physics book. You can't say, well, you know, I don't like this music, so I'm going to do outside something the way that sound waves work. The, the, the Torah is an expression of reality. That's the way it works. It's only our perception that we can go outside the system. But when we do this, we're being pie game in the name Shakai, and therefore, when a person is Shemer a bris, they put the Vav into Kvayd Hashem, they turn Kvad into Kavayd. So that's where Kvayd Hashem is going to be with them Bishlemus, and they're going to have Anava, which Anava and Shemir's Abris are totally in each other. We saw that these relate also to the name Shakai, and that's where a person can have words that'll be Mayor. We have to do Chuva so we can climb in levels until Chuva, until Tfunas Hatayra Amka. Now that we said that through Shemir's Abris, a person is zaycha to to kedusha to the ice vav in kvayt Hashem to speak diburim that are effective to climb. So now we're going to explain that dibure tyra that show a person how to do tshuva are a bechin of ice vav that has in it tal iris. This is really coming off of the the lashon of tal iris, like this the do d e w of revival. Uh, it, it, it relates to the shefa of from Hakadosh Baruch Hu. This is not going to be the easiest piece, but the, this tal iris is. Uh, uh, is this is going to be a bechina? What we're talking about is bechina of tal iris. Va'arzeh that this this light that we're that we are uh, that, that that we merit that shows us that lights up when we have the appropriate words to fight Hashem to do tshuva. Who bechinas tal iris haklulim bevav shel kavod. This idea how a kaddish baruch relates to us is come to us through tal iris, which is do. It's also lametes iris, 39 lights, as it were. I'm using light because that's the translation. It's how we're talking about it. It's R, but these are Kabbalistic concepts that are beyond us, but we're going to read the words and take out of it what we what we can take out of it. So these are kalul in the vav shel kavoid. Why? Because this vav bechinas hin kol ele yifal el, pa'amayim shaloshim gavar, it's a pasuk in Eiv. So in the pshat it says that all these things is what a Kaddish Baruch Hu does, pa'amayim gives a person three chances before uh, to, to do tshuva before certain uh, before certain consequences. Rashi says in the Pshat and the Pasuk, Pamayim Shalosh three times Miyasuala Vonosov Bechilov Shaloy Lahashkas Kadish Barhu doesn't have from one destroyers. Kadish Barhu wants there's no simcha in Risham being destroyed. In the next loss it lovei so that at a certain point so riches and wickedness Kaush and Tikhla goes away. But at this point Akadish Barhu wants that we should do chuva like the Mara quoted earlier uh, several times I think in Brachas by Bruria, right? We, we shouldn't celebrate the death of the wicked. What we want is that that, that there should be an end to wickedness, right? We want tshuva. So HaKadosh Baruch wants us to do tshuva, and he gives us, he gives us chances and warnings. However, if, if a person still, after the three times, doesn't do what he's supposed to do, so at that point, Yidag, but okay. But in any event, we're going to learn now the Pneumis of the Pasuk, we'll come back to the Imgavar part soon. Now, there's Yud, K, Vav, K. We've said many times that when we talk in terms of these abstract concepts, HaKadosh Baruch Hu's Chabris the world, Hashem relates to the world. Sometimes you use the word of Mashal Adam. So we speak about uh, about uh, the, the the different body parts, as it were. 
Oizen, Choytem, Peh, right? The Golgolas, different things we relate to a person, the the Koyma Shleim, the Koyma Adam, and there's parallels in the Bria. And sometimes we use Mashal of Icy Ice. We talk about Yud, relate to the Kutso Shel Yod, and Yud Ke Vavke. We relate to Tanta, Time Nakudas, Tagim, Icy Ice. We've spoken several tires about the significance of Nakudas. So now we're talking about Yud Ke Vavke. These relate also to the spheres. There's certain Kabbalistic significance to the Vav in terms of uh, in terms of what it represents in the flow of Akadosh Baruch Hu coming down to us. But for right now, we know that there's a miloy of letters. We've spoken before that the Yud Kei Vav Kei, uh, we can relate to Absag Ma Ben, and these are different ways of a miloy of spelling out the letters. Now, what we're going to speak is Perish Kishalash Aisyash Rishayna Shashem Havayab Miloy Alfin. If you spell out Yud Kei Vav, the first or Yud and a Hey, when we say K, we're talking about it. The hey, but we spell out the milui, so we're going to spell it out as yud is yud vav dalid, that's 20. Hey is hey aleph, vav is vav aleph vav, because there's different ways. You could you could say hey is hey hey, yeah, you could say hey is hey yud, you could say hey is hey aleph, right? So we're going to be using this milui. This way of spelling it out is yud k is a hey aleph is 6, that's 20 plus 6 is 26, and vav will spell out as vav aleph vav. And it says Vav, Aleph, and Vav in Gematria is 13. 20 plus 6 is 26, plus 13 is 39. So we see that again, Tal Oiris, Tal is Tes Lamed, that's Lamed Tes, 39 lights that is representative in Kabbalah of one expression of our Kaddish Baruch who relates to us. So this is, we said that there were Zeichet Tal Oiris through the Bechina of the Vav of Kavaid. We're going to have to see how. And this is represented in the first three letters of Yud K Vav, okay, so Yud K and Vav in the Milo is also adds up to thirty nine. Him Tal that a Kaddish Baruch who sends Shefa through the Yud K Vav. The last, the last Hey is uh, is Malchus. It's the Nook. It's it, it's the uh, okay. We're not getting into it. So this is going to be how a Kaddish Baruch gives Shefa. Vehim Klulim Bahavav. Now these are really Kolol. They're Nichlal. They're Nichlal in the Vav Shel Hashem. Why? Because we said Pa'amayim Pa'amayim Shalosh, the Vav is thirteen. So if you take Pa'amayim Shalosh three times, the Vav times three is thirteen times three is also thirty-nine. So, but if you could think about it in a way, it's as if like Kaddish Baruch Hu is is sending Shefa through Yud Kevav. The Yud almost the way Rabbi Maimon explained, the Yud spills over into the Hey, and that spills over into the Vav, and then the Vav incorporates everything that came before it. So of the of the of the first three letters of the Shem in its entirety. So that's Tal Iris. If this is complicated, it is complicated, but we want to try to take a step back and understand the principle of it that the Vav of the Yud Kei Vav Kei, which we're going to say is also representative of the same Vav that belongs in Kavad, so this is a representative of Tal Oiris, of the Shefa coming from HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and we already saw that the way that we're Zoycha to that Vav, to turn Kvad Peh into Kvaid, in, in, into Kavad, where is through Anava and through Shmiris Habris, which is where, again, our Diburim, te, uh, we can articulate our w- 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 words effectively to get back to Tumor Satar Omka, I keep coming back to it so we don't get lost, because it's, it's a technical Hard piece. Now it says, it, what, what, how does the Pasuk finish off? Three times im gover. So, what is the im gover telling us? 
Im gaver, who is going to be zayicha to this? Shehein that these tal oirays that are kolol that are nichlal and vav klulim the bris is the vav of kavod is a brook is. Klulim bebris is also included in the idea of shmiras habris because we're going to say that im governs pamayim shalosh who is zoichat to pamayim shalosh to the shefa that comes that's nichlal in the vav we said that comes through the yudke vav uh, and that vav can be put into kavod that's going to be im gaver the person who is by by the gaver what's gaver gaver is representative of bris where do we see this because the pasuk and shayiftim says kikeish gvurasai. That it says that uh, a person that, that the Indian of uh, it's by the Indian of Pruavu. There's Gemara above a basra that darshins out this pasuk uh, without going through the whole drasha over there. But a person, uh, according to the person, is his strength. It's representative over there of shmiras habris issues. Gvura is a gaver. Gvura strength is associated with shmiras habris issues. nikra bris. And that's why it's called uh, Nikra Bris Bayaz. That's why that he's coming off at Tikunaya Zayar, which says that strength in this area is called is called Bayaz is called uh, is, is called well we'll see Bayaz. In there there is strength, and therefore Bris relates to Bayaz. So we see over here that uh, the name Boyaz is Boyaz and him is strength. The Gemara tells us actually that uh, uh, Rashi says Gemara in Sanhedrin, but Taikfai shall Yosef and Vesenusai shall Boyaz. We all know that that uh, the in the Vav, by the way, a lot of times relates to Shmir Sabrish issues to Yosei, to Tzadik, to Yosef, uh, to to Yosef strength in the area of Paitifar, etc. That Yosef is representative of strength in this area, and the Gemara tells us that there was a Maisa with Boyaz and Rus that. Bayaz also had a tremendous, tremendous strength in this area. And therefore, the name of the bris, Shmiris bris, is associated with Bayaz, is associated with strength. And that's the end of this Pasuk, Im Gaver, that Gaver is strength. So that's why Pamaim Shalash, the Harawi Zaycha to this Vav in Kavaid, which is also that not having any Gaiva, not a Vaidazara, totally a Bittal Takadish Baruchu, through Shmiris bris, Bay Tukfa. That's where the strength is. Abakashayenayshayim Rahabris, when a person is not Shemer Habris. Then he's going to be Makalkel in this idea of these 39 lights, so to speak, because everything is Zelu Umazeh. So, where a person does what he has to do, he has Anava and ultimately Shmiris Habris, which both uh, strengthen the name of Shakai, by the way, but both of these are, are relate to Shmiris Habris is the Vav and Kavoid is Anava, and these things relate to Kavoid Hashem and his Batlas and Chas Shalom Noah Vodazara, and he's going to be Zoichet to Shefa and Taloi Rice. That's in one direction. What happens when a person is makalkel in these areas? So that's where he's going to have the negative side of tal. What's the negative side of tal oirais of thirty-nine? ol parnasa. He's going to bring upon him ol parnasa. Now this is not actually the first time that we're actually relating uh, these things. If we remember, just to uh, I'm sure I, if I was holding better, I'd remember more. But if we remember from Tyre Dalid Ois Ches, we said in the middle over there, simin legasis ruach anius. So we we explained over there um, different ways of relating to the tzaddik. We talked about giving tzaddik to a tamad chacham, but without going through the Torah, there was, he did bring a gemara from kedushin memtes simin legasis ruach anius. So over here also we're talking about being mekalkel in these areas brings problems chas v'shalom and parnasa, and we saw also in the uh, entire Zion, ois yud beis um, ois yud aleph at the end. 
Ki pegam habris heder halechem. That pegam habris also withholds parnasa. So this is not the first time that we're seeing that both gaiva and and pegam habris, both of those issues relate to deficiencies in parnasa. We all want parnasa, so everything again comes comes totally complete. It's, it's as much as it seems sometimes to be all over the place in different concepts. We're really addressing certain core truths from different vantage points until it starts to tie together, but it takes a lot of a lot of patience. So it says, Mam Shachalatzma Ol Parnasa Hainutama Lachos Kamuva Bizayar and Pinchas Mandazarik Peru and Dinama, a person that is throws crumbs of bread around, uh that that's not careful, they they don't respect the bread on Nias Radafa Basre. But the Zayar tells us Kol Shikane, if a person sprinkles breadcrumbs around and on that that could cause poverty, Kol Shikane Mandazarik Peru and the Mocha, the crumbs of the Mayach of the brain. Okay, in translation, these things mean nothing. But uh, but the it, the way that we represent it, we talked about that the zera is coming from the mayach, the, the different parts. We spoke about it earlier. Maybe I think in hey, maybe koljikein that 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 uh, that a person who sprinkles around, he's not careful about the the the, the drops of the mayach, which are tipa. Uh, we're talking really like in, in the realm of zera levatala of, of pagam habris issues for sure that Aeneas will pursue him, and that will be the negative side of tal. Not in terms of thirty-nine lights of Shefa of Kedusha from Hakadosh Baruch Hu, but in terms of the thirty-nine melachos, as it were. We are familiar with that from the uh, from the Mishkan. Uh, we'll, we'll talk more about it in a second. But the uh, the, the Likute Maran we're going to see later on. Taira Kufmem Aleph. I just have the note over here. It says Alama Tes Melachos Nachash, and through this comes Atzvus Ruach uh, that uh, that. Chatoim comes, Sitra Achra comes from this Lamates Malachais. So, uh, this idea of the, the, a person could also inject Kedusha into the building blocks of, uh, the building blocks of pro- physical productivity in the Eilam and relate it back. But when we relate to them as their own entity, this world as something being separate, so that's really the Sitra Achor, that's the cause of sin. And therefore, uh, as we relate it to Shmir Sabris, that's a realm of, of these 39 Malachas, an expression of the universe of, of physical activity, and that's going to detach one from a Kaddish Baruch Hu, Rachman Chas V'Shalom, and it's going to cause poverty. Vizet, Boy Az, so this idea of, of Bris, Boy Az, Boy Kalo so in this idea of taking a bris, there's actually the two options. There's the two ways that we could go. Hainu lamates ayrais, misha shaymer abris, misha shaymer abris, v'lamates malachais, misha paygem by. So there's two ways to relate to this lama test. We, everything is zelumazet. Everything has a parallel. There's the positive way we can go with it, and there's the negative way we can go with it. Where do we see this referenced in Az and Bayaz, the person who says Shmir Sabris? But in, in, it, in him is strength. Az, so when we talk about Gematria, sometimes you could be one off because let's say I, Az, strength is Ayin Zion, that's 77. But sometimes what we do is we say, and then there's one for the word itself. That's also uh, an entity. So Az is 77 plus one for the Kailo, one for the word itself is 78. 78 divided by 30, 39 times two is 78. So Az in it has the, the capacity, the, the, the strength that you, for Shmir Sabris or Pagama Press, you can go in either direction. Ki Az, in my Kailo, 
tal. You can go either way with these with these with this thirty nine. You can go to thirty nine irais or thirty nine malachais. Vizah, and this is Merames in the pasuk of Elip Kudeham Mishkan Mishkan Haedus. The word Mishkan is said twice. Mishkan Mishkan Shnei Paamim Shnei Paamim Lamates. Why? Ki Lamates Malachas Gamrinam Mishkan. Where do we know what uh, Chazal explained us what the thirty nine Malachas are really from the Mishkan? Umisha Shaymer as Brisai. A person who is shaymer his bris, uh, uh, even though he's doing lamentes malachais physically, what's he doing? He's engaging in society, but in, in productivity in this world. But the, it, there's a difference in how a person relates to it. If I, uh, this entire world, the way that our Kaddish Baruch Hu set it up, is really through physical, through physical action. That's where we're able to impact the 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 between us and spirituality. A person wants to live in a world of ruchnius. Oh, but the Maisa, how do we leave? Mafli Lasais, the Ramah already talks about in the beginning of, of Shulchan Aruch. Uh, if anybody started the Mishnah Brewer cycle of Dirshu, maybe you saw this. Uh, the, you saw the, this early Ramah recently. Tell you, uh, that by, by the Baruch HaVashir, it's our Mafli Why should it be that if I eat food or I don't eat food, so a person's neshama could leave them? If they starve to death, why should their neshama leave their body if they don't eat food? Why should it be that the act with one's wife should impact that if it's done in a certain way, a physical way, that could literally give a hechatimza, create a clea that it should bring a neshama down to a world. And if, if a person, right, what's the difference in one act to another? Revolba talks about uh, talks about that as, as an idea where we see just mamish that there's spiritual, the spiritual world is set up the way that we have certain maizim. And if you shake lulav a certain way, the same way that if you uh, connect wires a certain way, that creates a certain electric current or not. So if you shake the lulav a certain way, and if you eat the matzah a certain way, but if the matzah was one second over, so then it's going to be chametz. And if the mikveh has one centimeter less water, then it's not kosher. Otherwise, it could make a person that it is that it is tahar. And if he wasn't tahar, he goes to the base of mikveh, she's chayv misa. These aren't just there's there's acts that affect certain things. So if I give you money, is that a physical act or is that a spiritual act? Well, if I give you money to to just give you money to bribe you, that's a negative thing. If I'm giving you money for tzedakah, so then I just did an act of kedusha. So even the the acts in and of themselves are not negative. The acts, if they're associated with the kavana, with what the act is, right? I tell you, thanks a lot. Am I telling you thanks a lot, or am I telling you uh, uh, you did something to me? Thanks a lot, right? Even the tone in words change the meaning of the words, and this happens in acts as also. So back in the text, he says, a person who shamer bris, even though yes, he's engaged in the lamates malachais, mishkan the mishkan in its kaima shlema in its structure, it's it, it, it's hashras in it. Those acts are not physical acts that are disassociated with spirituality. Those are the physical expression of spiritual acts. That's bechinas lamates oirais. But a person's pogame the bris, so now it's 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 off, right? Things things don't work if if the if an engine is put together well, so the engine moves the car. If the engine is not put together well, it's not working. So then it might just be extra weight that makes it harder if a person needs to pull the car. It makes it harder for the car to move. It's just extra baggage, right? A person is working with mishkan bivin so then that's a structure. That's where the spirituality. That's where the shechina. There's a hashras. That's Lamates Airais, a person who doesn't have Shmir Sabris, so then when he's engaging in everything, so then it's just acts that are disassociated. It's the Mishkan Bechorbane, destructive of Bechinas Lamates Malachais.
Bechinas Arbam Yakenu Velo Yosef. It's a, it's a Pasuk in Dvarim, talks about the 39 Malachas Velo Yosef, that there's going to be a, that a person does a chait. So the standard punishment is Malchus. So just not to unpack this a total amount, but what it means, Arbam Yakenu Velo Yosef. So what did we say? That the per- reason a person gets 39 Malchus is because Velo Yosef in the Panemius we're going to learn. But what's Lo Yosef? We said that Vav is Toisefes. So where did the chait came from? The chait came from because there was no Tosefes, there was no Vav. What's Vav? Vav is, uh, the, the Vav is representative of, of Tosefes. We said it's Tosefes Kedusha, where there's Shmiris Habris. But if a person is not Tosef, so they take the Vav out, that's where there's, uh, that, that, that's where there's no Geder by the Erva. That's where we said that there's Gaiva. That's where you take the Vav out of Kfad Hashem. There's no Isbatlis. That's Kfad Peh. He's being weighed down. There's a, there's a, a Pagam in the Lushen. He can't articulate it. And again, he's not going to know where to do Tshuva, he's not going to come to Tshuva's Tayyar Le'amka, Hainu Bechinas Pagam Abrishu, Bechinas Taisafais, Kana, like we've spoken out. Okay, now that we've explained all of this, we're going to have to say that Shmir's Habris in Taisafis Kedusha is Marumas in the Ice Vav, and this is going to relate back to Yichud Tachtain and Yichud Elyain, which is where we started the Taira, and then next time, really. We will go weiter. These are really the concepts. I think there's a come up in the Torah. Next time we're going to finish up the substance of it and then go into the uh, to the membra. I think there's one again over here of Rabbah Barbachana. Now Shmir Ois Hey U Shmiras Habris Yesh Bay Shnei Bechinos. There's two levels of Shmiras Habris. Everything is multifaceted. So we have over here there's the Shmiras Habris and then there's a higher level of Shmiras Habris. Yesh min shezivugo b'sheshes yimei hachayil va'afal pikenu shomer as brisay al pitayra. Again, we're going to read the words and take out of it what we can. We're talking about very lofty levels, but we'll try to understand the principle of it. So there's shmir sabris where a person lives within gedarim. He lives within daladam shel halacha, and there's a person who's mezavik. Now, just to, to take one step back, so we said everything in this world really lines up with things in the upper world. We've spoken about before this idea of of zivugim that the world is set up with uh, with a noisein and a makabel and the, the when the noisein and the makabel align it has a zivug and it has a tailada something comes out of that relationship and that goes on to the next uh, to the next level and at Kaddish Baruch Hu, there's always, that's why in the Kabbalah, a lot of times, the, the, these terms, there's the male, and then there's the female, there's, there's Chesed and Gvur, there's always counterparts that as they work together, that's where they, they go and they transmit to the, to the next level. So the, there's a different element of Zivug, sometimes we'll see, not for now, there's, we talk about Yaakov and Leah and Yisrael and Rachel, and, and there's different elements, these are, these, these words are not, they're, they're representative of ideas. Sometimes you see, uh, that's why in translation when people start coming off I can't say that I understand it the best either but when people talk and, they, and there becomes a translation from certain Kabbalistic concepts it, it doesn't mean anything it's like if you were in business or a, 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 a plumber who knows you could talk about something that there's hard water and a hard market is a hard market the same thing as hard water no hard water, water means like a lot of minerals and hard market might be the way that the market is responding to certain stimuli in, in finance so does the, so what does the word hard mean I don't know right so the it's it's hard to speak about things without really understanding what these concepts mean, but we do our best. So in the Shishi Yemei Bereshis, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, there's different, there's different symptoms, there's different ways that we relate to HaKadosh Baruch Hu in the Shishi Yemei Bereshis and on Shabbos. When we talk about the Shishi Yemei Bereshis, so like we said before, a person could be engaged in Lamites Malachais, but they're engaged in Lamites Malachais really as an expression, as a manifestation of spirituality. It's how they relate to HaKadosh Baruch Hu. 
That's a tremendous darga. But what happens when that when Vayachulu, that there's a stage where Hakadosh Baruch Hu says, "No, give me back the reins. The whole the whole week long, you're engaging. You have a makom avoda, and I put it into your realm. And it's as if Hakadosh Baruch Hu is dressed up as there's a malbush, so to speak, of of teva. Not, teva is just an expression of rotz and Hashem that everything works with certain uh, with a certain system. Uh, yes, Hakadosh Baruch Hu is responsible for the system." But it's through screens. Hakadosh Baruch Hu is expressing himself, as it were, through Sheshim Eberish's dick things. So that's where we relate in one level to Lama Tes Melacha. There's a higher level. There's a higher level where Hakadosh Baruch Hu says, "No, now don't worry about it. Give me back the reins on on on, on creation, on Melacha, on everything. You just sit and you you don't worry about anything. You relate to me. That's a much different darga. All of a sudden, the, even the screen of Teva, the screen of having to work of Ishtadlas to speak, is stopped. That's a Bechina of Shabbos. We relate to Hakadosh Baruch Hu. Totally differently. That relationship, that is botless. That's a much more direct relationship where we don't even relate to Hashem through the screens on Shabbos is a much more primal connection than the Shisha Mebaratius. So now inside, the idea of Shmiris Habris, of Tesefes Kadusha, of the covet of his botless, of relating to Hashem, takes on a different expression in the Shisha Mebaratius dick way. From uh, from from the zivugim and the oilim elyon of Hakadosh Baruch Hu is relating to us, and also how we relate back to Hakadosh Baruch Hu and on Shabbos. So with that. Uh, introduction the way that I best understand Shmir is a brisiyesh b'shnei b'chinas yesh mishezivugo b'shishi mebuchal. In a practical terms, there's people that are together with their wife uh, even in the six days. He does what he has to do kafi halacha in one way of attaching to kedusha and hakshem she'eno yotze midine hatayra. Now, interestingly, by the way, the Gemara itself tells us that in terms of, of family responsibilities with one's wife, how often the certain chiyuvim, uh, in terms of Shalom Bayes, in terms of being with his wife, also relates, actually, it's framed in terms of what people's jobs are, people who are, uh, even in terms of Parnassah, per, a sailor might be, I don't know, traveling every six months. You know, so, it, so it talks about, in terms of, again, we relate the idea, uh, I might point this out, of Parnassah and also so the idea of taking a bris. But in any event, how we relate to HaKadosh Baruch Hu in this world, that everything is HaKadosh Baruch Hu, one is through a screen, one is Yehud Tata. It's when in this world, right? And uh, but it's uh, we relate to a Kaddish Baruch Hu through this world, and one is the Bechin of Yehuda Love Shabbos of being even outside uh, of being outside of the world. And even in the uh, yeah, so Viter, and even in the name of Shakai, we already spoke about these these elements, Shmir Sabres, in the context of the shame Shakai. Uh, so the, the, now we're going to go we're going to go Viter that uh, that there's parallels in Yichrael and Yichud Tachton. Uh, also, the name Shakai is Bechin of Taisefes Kedusha that we saw already in Aisvav. All these concepts that the, that we saw, we're going to see they're also Bechin of Klape Shakai. Also, as relates to Yichud Ela Yichud Tata, as we uncover the core concepts we find that they express themselves in various areas so we work our way almost like outside inside and then we can work our way back out Vizad, this idea of shmir sabris of zivik shabbos the shabbos of yuchud elyon bechina shakai shal shabbos because we already related to shakai is sheyesh dai belakuso of saying shakai is an expression of of uh, of total his bathless and another that there's nothing outside of hashem now also she'amar lo that Akash Baruch Hu said, so this is creation, and now we move above creation. The name Shakai also relates to uh, relates us to Shabbos. That Akash Baruch Hu said, there's nothing else that has to be created within 
this worldly realm. HaKadosh Baruch Hu stopped, he, he stood back, as it were, from further Malachas. There's also Bechin of Shakai Shalchal, so there's one way that the word shakai relates to within this world. I'm in this world that there's enough. There's no room for gaiva. I have his batlas towards Hakadosh Baruch Hu, and then there's the bechin of shakai that's outside of the universe of this world that we find ourselves in. That, that that for this world it's enough, and now there's a bechin of Shabbos that's above that. So over here, shagam b'chol yeshim sumam imalacha lechavrta, like we explained. Vezeh bechinas matat. So there's a uh, a angel, the sar haponim, the matat is different. Whether or not you say the word or don't say the word, some people they don't they don't speak out the name, which is matat. is angels matat, and then reish vav nun. So matat and ron, but people don't say it. And this, by the way, if you uh, if you do the gematria of this ne- shame of this this name of this malach, so that actually is the same gematria three fourteen of Shakai, the way that Hakadosh Baruch Hu relates through this world through this screen, it's almost confusing. There's a gemara in Chagiga about the four tanaim that entered Pardes, and it talks about how being exposed to this matat angel could almost be confusing. Whether or not it seems that it's literally a uh, as if it were an elokus, and then you say that it's so close, could there be that there are two, uh, as if say, two gods in this world, he can't say it, and one of the people had a... uh problems in his thought process, and he was not able to recover from that. So this world, the Kaddish Baruch Hu, has the Malbush, as it were, that we relate. It's Hashem acting through a screen, through an agent, as it were, uh, like one step removed, seemingly, and that goes to this angel called Matach, that the Bechina of the Matat angel is through six days of Chayel, which is a Bechina of Shisha Sidre Mishnah, again, this Oiz this Tikkun Abris is representative of entire of Shisha Sidre Mishnah. Sheshmai Kashem Rabbi, that the Gematria of the Matat, right, is uh, with the Reish Vav Nun, is 314 is Shakai. Kamoshakosov Kishmi Bekirbo, that really it's as if my name is in this angel. It's coming of Shmos in Anachi Shaleach Malach Lefanach, Baruch, who says, I'll send, uh, the, I'll relate to you through a Malach. Uh, and the Pasuk goes on, Al Tamrabo uh, Kishmi Bekirbo, don't rebel against him, Kishmi Bekirbo. Really, it's a Malbush for for Akadosh Baruch, who is Ebuchinus. Is running the world through this Malbush through Matat. Uh, and that's why we see in this world there's a different Anhaga, there's different expressions of Ra, uh, but uh, we have the, uh, we relate it through the, through the Torah Shabal Peh, which is much more in case format, you could say, it's in, in this, this, this worldly terms, we relate to the principles in more of a this worldly way, but in any event, however we understand it to the best of our ability, we have that in this world, this is a Bechina of Shakai could relate to Shisha Amar Lamai Dai to a Bechina of Shabbos. We have the Shiesh Belakusai Dai that Shakai relates to this world. The way that Shakai relates to this world in the Yehuda Tata is through the Matat angel through a Malbush. And that's how we are going to have to go weiter um, to see to see. But the way that a person is able, the yichud ilah is kailal. It's it's kailal the yichud tata that we relate to, that we bring ourselves to relate to the ultimate yichud, and that's how we get to to 
Again, what prevents us from from achieving that level is the fact that we have Pagam Habris and that we have Gaiva. So uh, the way to get to Tfunas is through articulating words of Taira. In order to articulate words of Taira, we have to get past our Shmiris Habris issues, our Pagam Habris issues through Shmiris Habris, and we have to have Anava, we have to have his Batlas. That's what gives us the Vav. The Vav is put into Kvad Pe, where we can't articulate the words of Torah properly, it gets put into Kvad Hashem. Once we have the Kvad Hashem, we articulate our words properly, we have total is Batlas, Taylor Kvad Hashem. It shows us we have to do Tshuva, we do Tshuva on Tshuva, and we get to Tfuna Satar Amka. I will just speak out briefly, briefly, the Vart that I wanted to say, because I have a couple of, uh, couple of minutes. The, uh, the 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 separate from what we we're talking about, I just was blown away by the vart, the way that I understood it, with a mixture of Yiddish, I guess, English and some Hebrew. But uh, Rav Nissen Kaplan said, "There's a this is a, a well-known idea that Rabbi Akiva so he saw the drips on the rock, and then he said, if the water can affect the rock, then it can affect me. And uh, the, the way that sometimes people." present this idea or have a question this idea is that Rabbi Akiva like didn't want to learn Torah he saw the drips in the rock and then he wanted to learn Torah but that's uh, that's far more already speak about cannot be pshat because uh, the, the drips on the rock only were showing him that there, there can be an impact that something can change the altar of Vardik talks about it but that something can change it had to be that the rutzen was there Rabbi Akiva wanted to go in a certain direction there was a certain impediment holding him back and he saw that because the water could change the rock so then he was able he says you know what if the water could change the rock then I'll be able to go through the path that I want to get into the path wouldn't have changed his ruts and it would have just gotten him over the impediment to be able to move forward in the direction that tr- he truly wanted to go. But what Rav Nissen Kaplan said, as I understand, he said, you have to understand that this is amazing. The Chazal tell us that Moshe Rabbeinu saw Rabbi Akiva and Moshe Rabbeinu said that if you have a Rabbi Akiva, why did you give the Torah through me? Now, this is an amazing statement. Any one of us, I guess, could fulfill our potential, and uh, you could even have somebody that people recognize as a Gadol Hadar, and they got a 99 on the test, but we, Kafir level, got a 100 on the test, and we're greater, I don't know, maybe. However, the bottom line is, is that Moshe Rabbeinu, probably, the way that we relate to it, would not see me or you, even if we did everything we were supposed to do and say, why do you give the Torah through me? You should have given it through him. This means that Rabbi Akiva, once he exercised his potential, but he had the potential in him, he had the koichas to be out of this world. In every arena, anybody that Moshe Rabbeinu would be nispal, would be blown away by to the point that he says, why give the Torah through me? Give the Torah through him. We have to understand that this person had the koichas that were ultimately were manifest, that he was able to bring out his koichas to be larger than anything that we could possibly imagine. Okay, the way that, whether or not Moshe Rabbeinu was saying this out of another or not, but it, it, the, that he was in the spell by Rabbi Akiva, this is uh, unbelievable. Now, Rabbi Akiva, who obviously that means had this potential within him to be larger than anything we can imagine, he thought that it wasn't even worth it for him to learn Aleph Beis. He, he had, the end of what Kaplan said, he said, that means that there's a Yetzirah, there's a threshold Yetzirah that tells a person that they can't accomplish, that's so powerful, don't don't, don't uh, try to do an Amit of Mishnah Brewer a day, you'll never make it. Don't try to do Dafyomi, don't try to do Likutim Aran, don't start saying, you know, Tehillim once a month, you're never going to be able to stick with it, you won't accomplish. There's a Yetzirah that tells a person that it's not worth it to give it a shot, you're not going to accomplish it anyway. And this Yetzirah is so powerful that you could have somebody think about the, the gap between a person who could be larger than life, like a, like a malach, and this Yitzhahara could convince him he can't even learn Aleph Beis. Now, we, we're dealing with a much smaller gap. In our best, we're not going to be as high as that, and most of us already know, 
Aleph Bez. So we, if, if Rabbi Akiva had the capacity to be at a level of million and the Yetzirah convinced him that you can't even get onto the first rung. So for us, for us, we're already on a bunch of rungs up from learning Aleph Bez and we don't have that far to get to accomplish our potential, right? So, so, so he said, it's, it's Norva Ayom. We have to understand when we convince ourselves that it's not worth trying something, you have to understand you know how powerful that Yitzhar Hara is that tells a person that they can't accomplish? It can even get somebody who's larger than life itself to think he can't learn that the Yitzhar doesn't have to work that hard by us. Every time we talk ourselves out of trying something new, trying a project, being able to accomplish, taking a step towards spiritual growth, we have to know that that's not true. That, that You know how powerful this Yitzhar Hara is that tells you you can't accomplish? We we see this from Rabbi Akiva. We have to know, just ignore the Yitzhahara. It's not you. It's not from within. It's an external. It's the Yitzhahara telling you you can't accomplish. And just dive in. Just go forward. Because if this Yitzhahara was powerful enough to tell Rabbi Akiva not to learn Aleph Bez, certainly he's powerful enough where we already have, uh, have uh, you know, more than that. It certainly can, uh, can, can attack at us. And we have to understand that there's this Yitzhahara out there and, uh, and, and we have no idea what potential we have that we rob ourselves of by listening to this Yetzirah. Just ignore the Yetzirah and jump in and Batsam, Bebezus Hashem, we will continue to grow together.